0: Your content not be suitable some audiences Your discretion is a Wrestling content may not be suitable to some audiences Your discretion is discretion is a Wrestling content be suitable audiences Your discretion is a Wrestling content be suitable some audiences Your discretion is a bite, Wrestling content upon a time there was two young men men who needed more out of wrestling than ridiculous headbands eating vitamins saying prayers are trying trying to rip their shirts off vainly <laughs> this is the story of the legend and the gentleman two young canadian boys who you know what tony they don't speak american so ha 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 <laughs> who speak the best Canadian and they searched the world to find you wrestling that doesn't suck. Hey folks, I'm your host, the legend TJ Logan and with me the gentleman Elio Canella that's right we are WPOV global. You know what? I want to get one thing out of the way right now. Now I What's know that? we have we have people who listen to our show and I know they're yep. the same audience that listen to WPOV podcast. Mm -hmm. So how come they seem to not have a problem with Canadian speak? Because as far as I can tell, except maybe sounding a little classier, there's nothing wrong with Canadian speak.
1: I tuned in to last week's show. I mean, to the show two weeks
0: ago, I understood everything you said. But again, you are Canadian, so they will use that against you. (laughs) But you know what, folks? It's okay. It's okay. We understand... Guys like Tony in their advanced age, who used to wrestle and probably took a lot of head trauma, probably have a hard time getting over our two, you know, the fact we use three syllable words here on the show. I get that. I get that. And so Tony, we'll 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 kind of for you, we'll Tony Americanize our show today and we'll try and talk in one syllable words to see if we can keep you strung along the whole time. Does that sound fun, Elio? That sounds like fun. Now that sounds like crap. That goes in the book of shame. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> you know what, folks? We had uh, an incredible week of wrestling again. Once again, <laughs> I got to, Elio, I, first of all, before I start my ranting and raving, how was your week, brother?
1: My week was pretty awesome. It started last Thursday night, actually. I had to sit down. I don't usually mm-hmm. follow sports really closely, but last Thursday I had to sit down and uh, watch the NBA Finals and watch Toronto win every the Canadian championship. World. And watch yeah. Toronto bring the championship home.
0: Well, it seems like every Canadian in the world was sitting down with you.
1: And there was a huge parade uh, on Monday, yeah, like yesterday, actually.
0: You know what, Elio? Um, in Canada, there's currently, what, maybe 30 million citizens? Maybe. Probably a little less than that. Uh, they estimated there was mm-hmm. 8.5 million Canadians watched the NBA Finals. That's a freaking wow. big... And sure, that's not big compared to the amount of people in the United States, but when you think of... Of percentage-wise, if we only have 30 million and 8.5 of us are what? That's a big number. (laughs) Yeah, wow. Did you go to the parade?
1: I didn't go to the parade, no.
0: Elliot, did you go to the parade? Uh,
1: No, I didn't go to the parade.
0: No, no. Okay, okay. That's too bad. You could have had a better week. You could have had girls jumping out of cakes. It might have been something interesting. Um, (laughs) Well, you know what, uh, folks? Usually... At this time of the year, I, I was looking forward to the fact that we might have a bit of a break in, in some of the wrestling because usually by now, New Japan takes a tiny bit of a break around this time before the G1. Not so much this year because right. they expanded the, uh, the length of the Best of Super Juniors. They're currently on the road to Don Taco, mm-hmm. finishing with Don Taco, and then we go right into the G1. There is no rest. I am watching wrestling left and right Thank God, I love this stuff because see, I've seen a lot.
1: See, that's that's what conf, that's what confused me out uh, before we went on air when you mentioned mm-hmm. Road to taku mm-hmm. because uh, I was uh, th- that's the same one that we've been watching, right, or it's a different one?
0: No, that is a different one. We were watching the best of ju- the best of Super Juniors, and then uh, oh, okay. the Road to Don Taco is a whole different thing because it's a it's an actual there's an event called Don Taco. We watched Dominion, is what we were talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you could probably get confused with the names. Dominion is uh, Dominion is the culmination of some of the things that happened during the best of Super Juniors, including the finals, plus some of the main event thing, like some of the minor things that happened with the heavyweights. Uh, now, Don Taco is a whole other event, and uh, it, as far it's right now, it's a bit hazy of who uh, right. they're 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 looking at. But I have a feeling that maybe. We might see Minoru Suzuki taking on uh, Kazuchika Okada for the heavyweight title. It seems like they're booking a lot of uh, chaos versus um, uh, what's what's his group Suzuki Goon, and it seems like a lot of it is uh, Suzuki facing off with Okada. So that might be that's usually a hint of what's coming up.
1: And JP, the events confuse me. They all string together for me.
0: (laughs) Well, I got to tell you, uh, because so many fans now watch uh, New Japan. It used to be there Mm -hmm. would be kind of when we first even started the show, we'd have like, you know, we'd have a week or two where there would be no New Japan shows where we'd have, you know, we had to scramble to cover other stuff. That's not the case anymore. They're doing so successful right now that they're adding more and more shows. And they're also taking more of the shows, the house shows they've done, and they're filming them and using them. So we are we are seeing like everything coming out of New Japan. And it's a lot. Well, before we get into New Japan, uh, we have some interesting stuff to talk about this week. Let's get yeah. into the news, all right? And there is a right. lot of news this week. And uh, whole I'm going to get, yeah, the, you you know, I got to admit, there have been weeks where we, we come along and I'm struggling to find news stories, you know, it's like, and, and there, I think I've even had an episode or two where I didn't even do any news stories because there really wasn't much going around in the, at least big news in the Indies, but there is a bunch of uh, interesting maneuvers and things going on right now. First of all, I want to talk about something from MLW, and that was the case okay. of Daga. Do you remember, you remember uh, he's a Mexican strong style, he calls himself? Uh, feud I remember Daga. Yep. Yeah. Well, last week, yep. uh, after our show that we did last week, uh, MLW announced that they had fired Daga because he had blew off some dates and they found out that he had booked himself in Mexico, and as a result... Uh, they were upset by this, so they felt he wasn't giving them priority, so he, they fired him, you know, just like they did Puma King wow. a couple months ago. <laughs> now, usually that would be just the end of okay. the story. However, uh, Daga, who is uh, romantically linked with Tessa Blanchard currently, Tessa Blanchard Uh-oh. went to social media, and she described her, their side of the events saying, Daga did not blow off an event uh, and she explained what had happened was he had legitimately taken time off to go to a christening of um, of Ray Phoenix's uh, child in Mexico, mm-hmm. and while he okay. was down there for the christening, uh, just uh, you know, just to help out Phoenix and those guys, he just appeared on a show that they did because he just happened to be in town. MLW okay. MLW saw it as he said he couldn't make their show. And went and did another show purposely. And she's saying that's not the case. He just happened to do the show while he was down there for something totally different. He wasn't down there to wrestle. It just ended up he because he was in town after the christening. He figured you know, he'd do his friends a favor and sh- appear on a show. So as right. of yet, MLW has not had any response to this news story. So I'm <laughs> curious to see what's going to happen there. Yeah,
1: not, that should be interesting.
0: Now, sticking in news from Mexico and, and a bit about Mexico, I want to talk a bit about Scarlett Bordeaux. Okay. A, lot of, a lot of people may have seen on social media some disturbing picture of a fan groping her at a AAA uh, event in Mexico. And um, that alone is, first of all, that's a terrible thing, fans. I, I just want to go say this right out. I go to many wrestling shows and... I think if I had been there and I saw a, a fan grope a female wrestler who happened to be up against the railings, I'd probably go punch that guy because, dude, that's that's just assault. You're just assaulting a woman, so that's not cool. I get that she dresses and, all sexy and and she's super cute, but that doesn't mean you have the right to touch her.
1: Right now, and this is why I say this is why I say I don't. I don't like hate like fans, but I just like hate the fans of today because of the way they act at these these live events.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty disgusting and and, 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 and keeping along with Scarlett Bordeaux, it was also announced this week that Impact Wrestling uh released her. She had been asking for her release. Um mm-hmm. it's obvious she she has something about her. She is she's a very good looking lady. Um I think she is she could be signed by anybody. So you know, Impact was holding her back, but, you know, we do know that her contract uh, wasn't exactly like a, a regular contract. It was like a just she was only paid by appearance. Right. So, you know, they didn't really have too much of a legal uh, a foot to, to hold her on. So they did release her. Now, this... Mm-hmm. I don't want to sound conspiracy to, but it makes me wonder the timing of this. I mean, she was down at the request of Impact at this me- at Mexico and have this thing happen to her. And maybe it's just Impact's way of saying, hey, we're sorry this happened. We know you wanted to be released, and let's just part on good terms. That could be part of the thing there. Nothing official. That's just my conjecture on that, okay? Now, talking about Scarlett Bordeaux, we have to also then look at Killer Cross, who is her partner. And he... Has been making all sorts of noise about trying to get a release or at least a bump in pay, derivative of what he brings to impact. And from what I understand, yep. is impact is not budging. They are not going to give him more money, and they are not going to let him out of his contract. So I'm not sure how far that situation goes. If he's going to sit it out eventually, is he just going to keep wrestling? till you know, he just may keep wrestling till his contract's done. But uh, it seems a really hard situation for Killer Cross, So uh, you got to feel for him because he's definitely one of the top stars in Impact, but he is definitely not being paid anywhere. The amount
1: and, of, uh, and apparently he even uh, put out a video where he called out John Moxley. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I guess that, that that's uh, something everybody's going to be doing these days. <laughs> um, so now uh, turning to a few more uh, interesting movements going on. Right now, some of them involve MLW and, and people in MLW. First of all, we know that mm-hmm. Savio Vega will be coming on July 25th to MLW. Exciting old There's WWE a name wrestler
1: the past.
0: There is a name yeah. for the past. You bet. You know, Savio Vega. I mean, um, uh, fans who who uh, came over from my old show and have been listening to us know that I I dealt with Savio Vega uh about 2 years ago for at least a year uh he was sending me all sorts of information about his uh promotion down in uh, Puerto Rico and he would send me videotapes and things that we used to put on our uh on our right. old television show and uh he was a really nice guy to work with and I'm glad to see that he is uh, coming back to the US you know well I guess technically Puerto Rico is still an American protectorate but um right. it it uh it is nice to see him in the continental US and 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 you know finally be in front of a bigger audience
1: and I remember him even before Quang. He when yeah, I remember when he used to be called TNT, managed by Scandar Akbar.
0: Yes, back in the day, eh? Yeah, yep. um, fantastic wrestler. Uh, yes, he's a, probably a lot older now. Probably you know he'll probably be like along the lines of Conan only. Uh, you know, they're talking of using him as like maybe like a wrestler coach for a while where he'll do some behind right. the scenes things working with guys, but also be doing a bit of wrestling in front of the camera. So I don't mm-hmm. I'm excited to see that. Um, also sticking with MLW. Um, well, first of all, let's talk about Davey Boy Smith, who is uh, one of the MLW mainstays. Um I currently, and I'm going to talk about this in our next uh, our next segment. We're going to talk about New okay. Japan. Uh, I was very shocked that uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr. hadn't been entered into the G1. Uh, the reason being is he's actually left the company. He's parted ways with them. Uh, he was very unhappy with the irregularity. Oh, wow. okay. They were just un- he was unhappy that they didn't use okay. him very much. You know, he'd keep going to Japan. Okay. Uh, they'd book him. You know, a match here, or there, always with Lance Archer. Never, never uh, on his own. And uh, I think he just, you know, he just got to the point where he just felt like, you know, if they're not really going to use me, there's right now he's a hot name in the U.S. Everybody wants. You know, he's very popular in MLW. I know Impact would die to get their hands on him, and AEW would love to have Davey Boy Smith Jr. The guy's amazing. So. I I find that being a big fan of New Japan sad because he didn't really get any kind of chance to be a singles wrestler in New Japan. He was always in tags and even then always as I just one of the heavies for suzuki Goon. So um sad to hear that. Part so of the so, story. So, I guess Lance, so I
1: guess Lance Archer's on his own then.
0: Sorry, sorry I sorry you cut out. I guess Lance Archer yeah, well he's still part of I guess suzuki Lance guard. So, okay. so yeah, no I yeah. mean, like
1: as a tag team wrestler.
0: Well, yeah, well, Suzuki yeah, Goon's got, like, about six guys in it, so I'm pretty sure they can find him another. I mean, he may go singles, but uh, I kind of have my mm. doubts just in the sense that they didn't let Davey Boy do it, and he's far, far better a wrestler than uh, Lance Archer is. Right. Um, now, we're going to talk about this, and, and I guess this uh, this will be a bit of a spoiler on MLW's uh, report this week. Uh, there was okay. a Loser leave Town match, Uh, with Sammy Callahan did in fact lose. And we're going to go over that and talk about it. However, uh, backstage uh, and behind the scenes, people were talking about the fact that uh, it was originally the storyline was going to be that Sammy was going to lose and then come back under a mask, you know, like the Midnight Rider type thing where you knew it was Sammy, but nobody could prove it sort of deal to keep this war with him. But apparently... Uh, in that loser-leave-town match, which we're going to talk about, uh, it was a false count everywhere. And apparently uh, Callahan did some extensive damage to the building prior to Ooh. the match and during oh, the wow. match. And apparently MLW executives were not happy. They were actually quite irate and were happy just to let him go. So uh, that that's... Uh, now, As I know you are a big, big fan of Sammy Callahan, and uh, I know you're I'm probably sure crying I'm inside.
1: Sure, I'm sure you're mistaken
0: you know how happy we are and we'll we'll get into that after but you know what sammy uh take your drooly ass body somewhere else okay and (laughs) and uh one of the interesting things that i find and just as being a fan of um mexican wrestling uh we're still looking forward to seeing dr wagner jr who'll be showing up pretty soon and his son Hio D. Wagner, who will be uh, showing up pretty soon in some ML tapings, MLW tapings. So some interesting stuff on that front. Wow, okay. Now, Elio, that is All the right. news that I have. Is there anything yes, that you have to add into this week's news? Well,
1: I have some Austin. Air- I have some MLW um, news on uh, Austin Aries, uh, who is uh, going to be uh, debuting in MLW. He will return, make his return to New York City at the Never Say Never event on July twenty fifth. At the Malibu
0: ballroom, and who will he be fighting? Have they announced
1: it? It uh, doesn't know. Uh, there's no announcement. Okay, uh, then, then I. Who is will be?
0: There's only one other big question I have to ask you then. Okay. Did they sign his uh, banana? You don't know, remember how he used to always eat a banana? Say it again. And, what, did they sign his banana? Remember, he used to always be eating a banana backstage <laughs> in every WWE thing. I'm just curious if he's going to keep that crap up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I don't Probably. know. <laughs> Probably. Do We have a future.
0: A, a future. A few. Fu- do we have a, a future, future book Bowl. entry? <laughs> Is the banana the secret <laughs> <laughs> to to, to uh, Austin Aries' success? <laughs> when the banana went brown, the WWE let him go. No, um, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> and I, I, I know the other, say the other news item you were going to talk about really quick. I, I'm, I know it has to do with John Moxley.
1: The other news item was uh, about John Moxley. Uh, he will be missing the D- G1 Climax uh, opening day on July 6th as well as the press conference but will join the tour on July 13th in Tokyo, Japan.
0: Well, I was going to talk about that as one of the surprise entrants but so thanks for ruining that, um, Elio, into the G1. No, I'm kidding. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, uh, that's kind of weird that he's going to miss like a day or two of the tournament. I wonder how they're going to like are they going to take away points? Give him points? I, I. It's weird that you can't participate in a. You know, it's a round robin tournament. And he's going to miss at least a match or two. So, that'll be interesting. That's all I'm going to say. Now, this week, folks, we had a poll, and well, we have a poll every week, but this week our poll talked about an AEW, the, an AEW double R, double or, <laughs> i I'm having a problem saying AEW and W double. Oh, my Lord. A-E-W, a- w- double or nothing. There we go. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> was the match of Cody Rhodes versus Dustin, was that a contender for ma- a match, oh, contender of the year match for, oh, my goodness. What, what, you know, was this match a possible contender of the year match? We took it to the polls. First of all, um, Elio, what did you think? I thought this was
1: a really good match. Uh, The the blood was a little much. I mean, when he, as soon as he uh, cut himself, that was, uh, and I saw (laughs) all that blood. But that, I thought it was, uh, I thought it could could be a
0: contender. Now, you know what? Uh, This question, sometimes, you know, when you're looking for things, you may, like just the amount of sheer amount of wrestling we watch, sometimes Mm -hmm. we may not look at something the right, you know, with an eye as much as we should, I've got to admit, I've seen this match and I didn't really pay as much attention to it. And when, and when it was proposed as a question, I went back and watched the match again. And I was like, wow, this actually is a really tremendous match. Yep. Now 81% of you said, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. And 19% said, Nope. So that makes me wonder, Helio, should we add this one into our, uh, into our bank of matches for the year?
1: I think we should definitely enter this one into the bank of matches for the year. All right,
0: then let's make that official, folks. We All right. So in the mm-hmm. so
1: new entry, Cody versus Dustin Rose from AEW Double or Nothing.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so that was our poll. And thank you for everyone who participated. Uh, there was an incredible am- amount of numbers for this one, and uh, thank you, fans. Continue, continue to. That, uh, that,
1: that, that was the nice highest number on any of the polls we've had.
0: Yeah, it, it was pretty pretty incredible. I I think that's really neat. Um, now fans, what um, what I'd like to do now is move on to our New Japan report. And New Japan this week, there is a lot of things to talk about. Okay, we have. Uh, we're going to talk about the G1 tournament. We're only going to we're going to talk about the names that have uh, been announced as participants. But before mm-hmm. we start, there was a uh, there's an event coming up called um, Dontaku, which. Uh, I know Elio confused with Dominion, but Don Taco is its whole thing. And uh, we had, uh, you know, they do their just like the Road to WrestleMania. They actually did the Road to Dontaku matches this week. And so far, two nights have, had come forward. Um, it's sort of funny because something really big happened on the first night. And not a lot of all that much interest happened on the second night. The first night featured in the main event uh, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champions, Sho and yo defending their titles against the Bullet Club members of El Fantasmo and Tajiri Ishimuri, who you know as the Bone Soldier. Well, right. folks, those got, the Bullet Club managed to squeak the win out and are the new IWGP tag team belts. Wow. Really inter- really good match. Like I said, obviously they see a lot in El Phantasmo. We talk about him all the time. Um, and in keeping with the spirit of his new dastardly ways, um, he won the match by punching show right in the testicles when the referee wasn't looking. Oh straight forward punch, straight I'm in the t- dick. I'm telling you, what and a heel. I'm there.
1: telling you, what a heel. What
0: a heel. He is, he is such a heel. He's a Canadian boy heel. See, see fans, what happens when Canadian boys go bad? They punch dicks. That's why I'm always going to be nice to Elio because I don't want him to take the plane down here and punch me in the dick when I'm going to work or something like that. That's the last thing I need. <laughs> Anyhow, um, other things to note in this uh, tournament. Uh, it seems to me that there's a uh, the things seem to be angling towards possibly an Okada defending his title against Minoru Suzuki at Otaku. That could be one of the main main events. That that is one thing that seems to be kind of a lining up. You know what I mean? Um, they did a lot of chaos versus uh, versus uh, Suzuki Goon, which went both nights. One of the interesting things, and uh, we'll get into this list, but do you know who's not entered in the G1 this year?
1: Who's not entered?
0: Well, th- who would be the one guy in New Japan that you do not want to piss off? So by not putting him in the G1, you've probably made the angriest man in New Japan even madder. And he has been mad since he found out he wasn't in. He has been on a tear. Any ideas?
1: Hmm. Nope.
0: But- Minoru Suzuki is oh. not in this year's G1, oh, and he is wow. taking it out on everybody he's getting in the ring with. Oh, wow! Um, usually he wrestles angry man. He is ang- he is like a pissed off bag of bees. I mean, he is like uh, he's kind of frightening right now. So
1: I don't think I, I don't think I'd like to, I'd want to know what it's like to be Minoru Suzuki and be mad 24 hours a day, seven days a week.
0: He must, like, yeah, I mean, the guy is walking rage. And it's bad enough to to tick him off, but uh, he is, I mean, we're going to go over this right now. We're going to talk about, we're going to announce both block A and B of who made it into this tournament. And I can okay. see why Minoru Suzuki is really pissed off because two of his members of Suzuki-Goon have made it in, including mm-hmm. one we rarely see. And if that doesn't gotta piss them off, I'm not sure which would. Uh-oh. All right. So let's look at first of all block. And what we're gonna do, fans, we're just <coughs> gonna announce the names this week. Next week, we are gonna go over block A and talk about these competitors okay. and uh, make some predictions about block A. And the next week after that, we're gonna go over block B and talk about who we think will come out of there and who we think overall we see as becoming the winner of this. Remember, the winner of the G1 climax gets. Now, this is what I like. Okay. At first, it's going to sound like the WWE, and you're going to go, "Oh, okay." The winner gets a contract that's in a briefcase that you carry around, and you're thinking, "Okay, okay. that's that's ripoff of WWE," but it's not because number one, they can't cash that in anytime. Okay. Okay. That is a guaranteed title shot at, um, oh, Wrestle Kingdom. Well, I almost lost it. At Wrestle Kingdom, they get a guaranteed title shot with that. But you know what else is weird uh, along the way? What's that? Well, it's after this event. It'll be almost six months before then. They actually have to defend that contract a few times before they get there. They could lose it. Oh, wow. Somebody else could come along and take that away. Now, every year the G1, the champion is put into the tournament. Kazuchika Okada is the current champion. He is entered into the tournament, automatic entry. If Okada... Now, this, this is just a tournament, so he can lose every match. He doesn't lose his belt. His belt's not up for grabs, okay? All right. If he loses, however, anybody who, who pins him, submits him, or beats him by time count out will get an automatic title shot Okay. sometime after the tournament. So there's And that, that also includes the U.S. champion who got his, a, a buy into the tournament and also the Intercontinental champion. Any of those three guys get pinned by anyone, that's who will get title shots against them. Okay. So... Now, if Okada, like whoever wins this member gets a shot against presumably Okada, if Okada is still champion at the end of the year. But if Okada wins it and he is the champion, he gets to pick his opponent at the end of the year.
1: Oh, okay. All right.
0: And if Okada wins it and happens to lose the title, he will get a a major shot at his title back at Wrestle Kingdom. So, a lot on the line for Kazuchika Okada. Now... Let's take a look at block A. He's here's going here's the first members that will be into this tournament, okay? The first All ten right. guys. Block A. Champion Kazuchika Okada. Yes. Definitely a favorite. Uh British Rev Pro champion Zack Sabre Jr. Mhm. Hiroshi Hiroshi Tanahashi, the Ace of New Japan, he's entered in there. Okay. Kota Abushi. Right? Kota Abushi. Evil. Mhm. Now here's where things get interesting in the same block His tag team partner, Sonata. They're going to have to face each other once during this tournament. Oh, that should be Um, interesting. Bad luck, Fale. Yep. Will, uh, junior champion, Will Ospreay. Mm -hmm. Now, here's where I think that this has got to make Suzuki more pissed off than anything. Lance Archer has been entered in. Wow. (laughs) Uh And are you ready for this one? I'm ready for this one. The last person to be entered in is Kenta. Kenta, yes. Do you remember who Kenta is? Former NXT wrestler, what did they call him there?
1: Hideo Itami.
0: Yeah, Hideo Itami is now back in Japan wrestling as Kenta. He's got an entry into the tournament. We share the same birthday. How about that? Are you guys the same age? (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to Block B. Uh, Entered in, Intercontinental Champion Tetsuya Naito. Okay. Never Open Heavyweight Champion Tomohiro Ishii. Mm Mm-hmm. Juice Robinson. Yep. Toriano, Hiroki Gotu, Jay White, Shingo Tagagi, mm-hmm. John Moxley. Yep. Your favorite Tai Chi. I'm
1: sure you're mistaken, even though I do. And even though I did like Fan of the Opera,
0: but that's uh, another story. <laughs> and the last entrant in Block B, a friend of this show, definitely a surprise for me, Jeff Cobb. So this is a stacked, stacked uh, G1. There are some really good wrestlers in this year. Uh, there you know, are- I am I am surprised the only entrant that I don't see here <laughs> that I wish uh, I enjoy seeing every year is Tom Matonga, who usually puts on such a – he usually really shines in this tournament. So I'm surprised he did not make it in this year.
1: Now, I know they have uh, tag team matches uh, during this event as well, don't they?
0: Yes, they do, and they are the current champions, but uh, usually Tomatonga is one of the more uh, standouts in this tournament. He Mm. usually cranks it up. You don't see him wrestle a lot as a singles.
1: Right.
0: Um, So I was looking for it. Like last year's, in last year's tournament, and that's one of the reasons they talked about not letting him in this year, is him and the Bullet Club just pulled off all kinds of crap constantly. Oh, yeah. Him and you know, I'm even surprised to let Fale in because uh last year they just constantly interfered, constantly got themselves disqualified. They didn't care, they were just in there screwing around, trying to hurt people. Wow and okay. uh trying to prove that the bullet club was still relevant. And it is, obviously. Now, this one's G one climax, I'm looking forward to it. Uh we have been we have been uh, we have been taking our vitamins, we've been doing our exercises, <laughs> we've been praying to Alanis Morissette nightly which yep. we do anyway so that doesn't really matter. Yep. But we are getting prepared and are you ready, Elio? We've got some we got a hell of a lot of wrestling coming up in the next week. I'm month. ready. All right. So folks, the G1 climax coming soon. First we got Don Taco to deal with, then we're off to the big tournament. So folks, that's this week's roundup of New Japan wrestling. You know what? We're going to take a little bit of a break here. When we get back, we're going to get into our three other shows and maybe take a look at that old book of shame and see what's going on there. All right. Folks, we'll be back in a minute. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. Hello.
1: This is Miguel Cole from the Wrestling POV Podcast. Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global is affiliated with the Collar & Elbow Brand. Go to CollarAndElbowBrand.com and save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Collar and Elbow has t-shirts, hoodies, sunglasses, and more. And the best part, you're helping out your local indie wrestlers. And you're helping out the best wrestling podcast of all. Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global. You don't want to miss out. So save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Oh my goodness!
0: Hey folks, we're back. Um... lots of of rest for me. Elio, I'm ready for round two. Are you ready to do this, man? I'm ready. Okay, there you go. All right, folks, let's take a look now. We're going to cross the pond. Uh I'm ready. We're going to cross the pond, head over to Glasgow, Scotland, where this week's WWE NXT UK takes place at. Elio, take it away. All
1: right, so NXT UK this week kicked off with Tag Team Action. We had the team of Ginny and Jazzy Gabbard defeating Zaya Brookside and Isla Dawn. Isla Dawn. But... Yeah, Jazzy overpowered. Uh, um, Jazzy overpowered Zaya Brookside and uh, controlled most of the match. And uh, she delivered the Canadian backbreaker, planting her, planting uh, Zaya face first. And then Ginny, of course, tags in for the three count and gets the three count.
0: Now, uh, so you made a really good thing here. Uh, you made a good point before the show. We were talking, and you you described Jazzy Gabbard as the Walter of the women's division. Yep. She is dominant, man. She is a big woman. And she used to wrestle as the alpha female across Europe. It's uh, She's going to be something to deal with. And I can hardly wait to the inevitable day that she's just tired of Ginny's bullshit and just <laughs> slaps the sparkle off her face. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, I mean, this is already a start because Ginny's already playing that uh, heel that always wants to tag in and get the three count and... Uh... Say, uh, oh, she won the match for the team.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think they call that the chicken shit heel, and that's definitely what uh, <laughs> that's definitely what Ginny is. He's a chicken shit heel if there ever was one.
1: Then we had the spelling on Liguero.
0: Yeah, next. <laughs>
1: uh, then we got the Kenny comments from Kenny Williams on uh, the match between Mandrews and Noam Dar. In the next match, we had Ilya Dragunov defeating Joseph Connor. The uh, Dragunov. Hit the torpedo, Moscow, for the win in this one. What do you now, think? You know, I don't dragging on starting to look a little guy. interesting.
0: I'm starting to, I'm starting he, to see what people see in him a bit. I mean, he still isn't. Uh, well, he's a lot smaller than Walter, but I mean, I, I think there's something there, and I'm going to give him another week. or well, two. I was going to
1: say, I, I still need to see a bit more. Like, I'm still not like sold on him. I mm-hmm. want to give him a bit more time before I really say whether or not. I I, I get that. I like him, but um. But. The eyes, though, those, those, uh, those, those eyes that he uh, has, the the contacts, the red and white.
0: Yeah, but at least he's not, you know, pretending he's like a uh, wild boar and primate and that crap. At least you know what I mean. I can <laughs> I, I can deal with some. <laughs> oh my god, contacts. don't get
1: me started on those ones. Ugh. Oh um, my god, don't get me started. Don't get me started on those two guys.
0: I because, uh, we saw them this week too. Yeah, I know. I know. I had to throw that in there because I knew you were going to talk about them. Uh, Dragonoff, I'm I I think. I'm starting to to come around a bit on him. I think that that there's something special about this guy, and I think he's going to make a good impact, and not the crappy right. impact wrestling, but an impact. Okay.
1: <laughs> I I still know what to think when I for, when we first saw him and yeah, like that whole intense wrestling in his debut match. I was like, okay, that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so next we had a promo by Tony Storm. I'm sorry, these uh, women can't cut promos. No. You just can't.
0: No. No, they can't. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, there is not a girl. Of course, Cena's. Next... Sorry. Sorry. I just got to say this. There is definitely not a girl on NXT UK, uh, except Rio, mm-hmm. Rhea Ripley, that can cut a promo. I mean, even like. Uh, what's, it, what's, the, what's the big. Uh, Piper Niven. Even she has terrible promos. I mean, these girls need mm-hmm. to work on this stuff.
1: Yeah. Like Tony, apparently Tony Storm called out Kaylee Ray in this promo. I uh, was saying that she's going to hold on to the championship forever. She calls it the shiny shiny.
0: The shiny shiny.
1: Mm, interesting. I don't know. <laughs> well,
0: it's better than being the dully Dolls.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't. If we down next week, there'll be a battle royal to determine the number one contender to that uh, UK Women's Championship.
0: Mm, if unless. It's... Uh, then we took
1: a, a look at
0: a uh, uh, Travis. Sorry. No, no, it's okay. Sorry. I Go
1: on. Oh, then, we, then we had a Travis Banks exclusive looking at his journey to become a number one contender to Walter's title. And in the main event, it was Imperium defeating British Strong Style when a mystery person walked down to ringside and uh, powerbombed uh, Trent Seven, allowing Marcel Barthel to cover him for the win. And the mask came off, and we have a fourth member in Alexander Wolf.
0: Yeah. Huh. What did you think of that?
1: I don't know. It's an interesting uh, addition. I'm not sure what to think of, what to make of that one. Yeah. I mean, the the, the three of them, that works uh, Marcel Barthel, Fabian Eckner, and Walter, but adding a fourth one, I don't know if they really need one.
0: Yeah. And, a fourth member. And especially considering Alexander Wolf wasn't exactly the most. <laughs> um, I get that maybe because he's German, he fits into this group, but mm-hmm. I don't know. He just never had a lot of. Personality and a lot of—I you know, never really saw a lot in the guy back when he was with Insanity. Uh,
1: we, we never, we never really saw much from him, like in Insanity. Uh, we saw more from Killian Dane.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I guess that's an interesting, interesting direction. <laughs> Let's see where that goes. So that's the NXT UK for this week. Uh, how did that's you... NXT UK for the week? What did you think? Uh, what kind of rating are you going to give it this week?
1: I'm gonna. Mm, the main event was. I might go with a C on this
0: one. Oh, okay, okay. I'm gonna go with. The I B- did like the
1: Dragonov match. I like. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying I like the Dragonov match.
0: Okay, um, I'm gonna give it a B minus. Uh, I thought the main event was good. Maybe not so keen on the okay. uh, the end. The Dragonov thing was good. Um, right. It was. It was cool to see, you know, Jazzy Gabert and, uh, man. The promos by the women are, are something that definitely sucks the air out of it. And uh, is there anyone in this world, including uh, Travis Banks' mother, who thinks he has a chance against Walter? Cause
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. Good luck with that. I think He's Leg- not going to win, though. He's not going to beat Walter. No, no. I think Liguero had even more of a chance, and that dude has no chance. <laughs> All right. So, okay, we got a B- and a C. Okay, that's a weak start for <laughs> The, let's move on to MLW fusion <laughs> oh, wow. and this week this week MLW fusion th- this week was another um uh, fusion this week was another episode produced by Selena De La De La Rente I've never say her name right but Selena now here's one thing that I think is cool okay it every time they let her do this um you yeah. you know she gets to book the matches and it's a whole different flavor But they do even little things, which I find really unique, like even changing the opening credits and music for this episode. I know, yes. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, I thought that was a cool touch. Now, um, we start off our show, of course, with Selena sitting around uh, talking about how she's going to do this or that. Um, They had this dumb little thing in the beginning where they had Sammy Callahan and Vance Warner outside arguing. And I didn't understand (laughs) this at first, but... Uh, they weren't allowed to get in the building, even though they're supposed to be in the main event.
1: Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> I was trying to figure out, I'm like, wait, why, what, why? Yeah,
0: I don't understand. They're in that. the main event. <laughs> but as it was, uh, they 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 have this kind of friendly arguing going on amongst each other, and um, Jimmy Havoc. Oh God, Jimmy Havoc of all people shows up to be the guy to
1: yeah, Jimmy be, Jimmy Jimmy having Jimmy having told Sammy to calm the fuck down. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there was a few times they actually picked up squares on today's episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we'll get to that in a minute. I'll tell you another one that I noticed that popped out right away. Um, so, okay, the main event. Uh, we had uh, the debuting Flamita taking on Ray Oris. Because, uh, I mean, Selena made a big yep. uh, big point of saying that Rich had been mispronouncing his name. Um, Flamita's Which interesting. Which is horrible. <laughs> Flamita's interesting. I mean, he's kind of bigger looking for a luchador. Um, but yep. I don't know why the hell he was trying to do the floss a couple times during that match. Uh, the first time the fans booed the shit out of him which is really, it's a dance for like 13-year-olds who play Fortnite, so I'm not exactly sure why he thought it was a good idea to try this. Oh
1: God, I, saw, I saw that we started dancing. I was like, yeah. wait, what's going on? Yeah, that,
0: that's, that's a terrible already dead internet dance called the, the floss, so I don't understand why, why that even was tried. I don't even um, know. I,
1: I just know Fortnite because my cousins uh, asked me to download it for them when I went to Italy one year.
0: Don't lie, you are one of the. You spend all your time playing Fortnite, I know.
1: I'm dreaming only when I'm drunk.
0: Oh, so you're always playing Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um, one thing I want to point out about this match we have seen Ray Horace now fight quite a few times. This is the best I've ever seen him wrestle. Um, For a while, I was starting to think, why are they focusing on this guy? He doesn't bring much to the table. But this match with Flamita was very, very good. Uh, I
1: was reading some of the comments on uh, YouTube when I was watching the show. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And uh, someone uh, said that uh, this match and the Man's Warner one should be contenders for match of the year. Well,
0: I got to say, I don't know if I would go that far with the first match. But there was some really cool things in it. Including where he... Do you remember when he went... Horace goes running and then does like leaps over the top rope, flips just almost over the turnbuckle to land on Flamita on the outside. That was a pretty cool move. Um, It was really good. I really liked this match. Flamita picking up the win. But Ray Horace, for the first time in, I think I've seen him, finally look like he looked like a main event guy. Um, I've been struggling with him for a while, so uh, he sold me this time. Um, we get back, we have a thing from Tom Lawler talking about uh, Contra Unit and how he's bringing in the Von Erics to help him, yada, yada, yada. Um, I have a question. Is
1: it, just, is it just me or does Ross look a little like Trend Seven?
0: <laughs> he does. <laughs> I was thinking that too. I'm only not <laughs> as fast. But yes. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Uh, the next match. I was actually looking forward to this match, but it really wasn't much of a match. It was was uh, low-key taking on Ricky Martinez. And the setup being here, Martinez and Loki had been in uh, you know, in the same team, in the same um, organization mm-hmm. with Selena. And when the Contra unit came out two weeks ago with yep. uh, Martinez and Loki were there, Martinez bailed and left Loki to get his ass kicked by Contra yep. unit. So this was sort of a revenge match. And uh, Martinez spent a lot of the time running around trying to avoid uh, Loki. Finally, low-key gets in there, pretty much kicks the crap out of him, and then knocks him out with a very awkward blow. Uh, I, I actually had to rewind that and watch it to say what well, he knocked him out. Like, <laughs> it didn't really look like the kind of move that would knock you out, but apparently it knocked out Martinez. Uh, it, low it, key was diff-
1: gets... it was different seeing low-key, you know, like getting cheered for once.
0: Yeah, that was... I'm sure he hasn't heard that in a very long time. Uh, it ends up with... Uh, uh, you know, him leaving, uh, Martinez knocked out, Selena in there arguing with him and him sort of like laughing at her. Mm-hmm. Um, they cut to a part later where they had uh, uh, Selena yelling at Martinez and she says every fucking time you fail me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Whoa, oh, that's twice now they've cranked up the swears.
1: <laughs> Everyone's leaving de dorado.
0: Yeah. Oh, no. Well, they got Jimmy Havoc. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah.
1: How long is it going to be before? How long will it be before he leaves and gets done yeah. and
0: leaves? Uh, we seen a kind of interesting video about Dr. Wagner Jr. coming to MLW. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got to see a, another... Okay. I'm going to say this now. As much as we get on the case of uh, of the... What do they call it? The H2 things, right? That, uh, that yeah, uh, the, the art H2, Dynasty yeah. does? Um,
1: yep. Whenever
0: you get vignettes from the Dynasty, they're even worse. Oh, I can't <laughs> stand those guys.
1: And we're talking about MJF and Richard Holiday,
0: right? Yeah, and and that big muscle mutant. Hammerstone. Uh, yeah. Hammerstone's the worst. That guy has zero presence. <laughs> and te- piss, piss, piss for Mic work. Oh. Um, yeah, just terrible. Um, they make, but I got I give him credit when they were making fun of Teddy Hart, they almost uh, MJF actually channeled the spirit of Teddy Hart because he actually kind of he talked like Teddy Hart for a minute or <laughs> two, which was pretty funny. But, uh, all right. <laughs> Moving on, the match that I know me and you were having a heck of a time, you know, it was getting interesting with Sammy Callahan almost becoming a good guy. Uh, nope. Our old buddy Matt's getting to let loose. They have this <laughs> brawl, and you know what really struck me about this brawl? What's that? Was the fact that you usually see the kind of violence and things in this match. You usually see on these grainy backyard videos are really low-budget wrestling places. So it was weird to see such a well-shot <laughs> match, but having such crazy shit happening left and right. You know? brawling into the concession stand, mm-hmm. brawling into the uh, to the souvenir stand. And I don't like yeah. this part, but Sammy Callahan pulls out a staple gun. He staples oh. a dollar bill to each of Mance Warner's arms and then one to his forehead. And I hate that <laughs> crap. But then Why? something else very disturbed me in this moment. Two things disturbed me. First of all, when they went to sit down to do this, you know, they've been fighting and fighting, and they sit down and put chairs across from each other, and they're going to take turns punching each other. Okay. And uh, uh, Rich had this great line where he said, hey, I think this, this reminds me of a movie or something, which is, it totally is from. And uh, they go to wind up and Sammy Callahan spits like the biggest goober spit in Mance's face. Oh. I just, you know, he just disgusts me. And then, oh, my Lord. I, OK, the fact that Sammy Callahan did this makes him gross. But let's face it. Mance Warner had to let him do this there came a point in the match where there was a the door the door, there was like, I don't know, there were doors or something, which were really dumb because they said MLW on them, and then they said hit here and an X. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, either they're making fun of themselves or they're really stupid and didn't realize that they let everybody <laughs> see that. But uh, so there's it's sort of like a big door, a wooden door, and they were using this thing, and and then Sammy pushes. Uh, Mance's face down pulls his tongue out and staples his tongue to the fricking door and it was sorry. Uh, His tongue was literally stapled to this thing. It was the most disgusting thing I ever saw. And um, I don't know. I I just, I, I, stuff like that really grosses me out. It's bad enough seeing stuff from Callahan. I I don't like this Jimmy Havoc stapling crap. Um, Not cool. Not cool. At the end, I liked it because when Vance actually took his tongue off, he picked up that piece of board and acted like anybody who would have, if you'd stapled somebody's tongue to something and they got loose, he beat the living snot out of Callahan yeah. with that board, and then pinned him. No, there's no need for it. And uh, no. that was it. Uh, Sammy Callahan gone is uh, you know originally it was supposed to be a bit of a an angle where he was going to come back as a mask guy, but apparently uh, some backstage stuff uh, soured. MLW on him, so Sammy Callahan, <laughs> oh, he has gone wow. the way of the dino. <laughs> so you can um, stay in
1: Impact Wrestling now.
0: Yeah, stay in the toilet where you belong, turd. Um. Anyhow, today's show. You know what? I am going to give it an A. I was thoroughly enjoying yeah, every part of this show.
1: I really enjoyed this show. Definitely an A for me.
0: Um, my only concern about MLW these days is their champion. Um, I'm really not sold on Tom Lawler yet. So I'm hoping we'll see something out of him that will make me see what, obviously, management sees. Because right now I don't get why he's the champion. But let's give it time. MLW hasn't really disappointed us.
1: I'm I'm getting tired of this whole Contra unit stuff. I I hope it ends soon.
0: Uh, Yeah. I don't know. You know, if you've noticed, I haven't really talked much about Contra unit. I know you have a lot. I'm not sure what to think of it. Every time I think I dislike it, they kind of do something a bit cool. So I'm just gonna let it say. I'm just gonna let it play out. Yeah. And you know, I don't hate it so much as you do, mm-hmm. but I also am not loving it as much as some are. So. I'm gonna let this one go and see where it goes. But like I said, this week's I'm giving an A. How about you, Elio? Yep. What are you rating it?
1: Yep, I'm going. I'm going with an A. So this one, this week was very enjoyable.
0: It was, and and you know what? Maybe not every week, but I don't mind. You know, once a month, let Selena do the show. Um, it's interesting. Y- yes. <laughs> I kind of want to now to see somebody else do the show maybe once. You know, what if you had like I don't know a Jim Cornette experience one week or uh, maybe maybe I should produce a show. Yeah, it's not a cartoon, Elio. <laughs> moving on <laughs> alright it's time to Ring of Honor yeah. and there we're going to sing our most honorable gentleman, the gentleman himself Elio tell us what's going on in Ring of Honor this week
1: Okay, this week's Ring of Honor was a lot better than what we got
0: last week which wasn't hard to beat
1: <laughs> now this week's uh, Ring of Honor uh, started off with Hiroki Goto defeating Hikuleo.
0: Mm-hmm. what did you think of this match? then we got a
1: then we got a Kenny King promo on the Lethal. Okay, you don't want to talk about the match at all. The Hiroshi Hiro- go-to match was uh, pretty cool. I like uh, Go- that. To- was a good match. I, yeah, I mean, I liked, uh, I liked that match. Uh, Hikileo I've not seen uh, much from him except for Japan. All right,
0: well, you know who he is, though, right? I do. I do know who he is. Okay, yeah. he is he is the son of uh, of uh, what was his name? Uh, Kang. Oh man, I, his face is in front of me. Who's the Tongan guy that everyone's terrified of? Haku. Haku. He's yeah, he's the son of Haku. Yeah, he's also the yeah. son of the. Uh, he's also the brothers of the Gorillas of Destiny. Uh, he's only yeah. been wrestling for two years, and he's a, an immensely tall man, getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel bad for Hiroki Goto He's pretty exciting, but he doesn't seem to get much. Doesn't seem to get much outside of a few appearances he does in the U.S. He really doesn't get very many wins in New Japan at the top of the card. So this was a good match. Uh, I had no doubt, being a New Japan fan, I had no doubt that Go To. There was no way in hell Heikaloa was going be to beat Go To. Next match.
1: No. Next. Okay, so next match uh, we got no match because it was supposed to be Kelly Klein and Jenny Rose uh, taking on Allure, but Allure attacked them uh, during the commercial. Yeah. So then we uh, had uh, Lifeblood defeating the Shinobi Shadow Squad.
0: Oh brother, this is like these <laughs> are just hyped up squash matches, aren't they?
1: Now, what I want now they, they introduced Lifeblood Lifeblood and PJ Black. So is he not an official member?
0: I don't know. It's hard to tell because I I I heard he had been, but at the same mm-hmm. time, um, you know, these were taped weeks ago. So maybe okay. we have to, I mean, I'm going to say this, when I hear something like that, I try not to report it as news until it finally comes through on the television part because then, you know, it right. may ruin it for people who are going to watch it. So uh, I know some stuff I've heard about PJ Black, but let's wait till the television announces it.
1: Okay. The match, so then in the 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 match main event, itself was okay. Sorry.
0: match itself was okay, yep. but like I said, what do you expect from Shinobi Shit Squad?
1: Next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then in the main event, we had a four way with uh, Jeff Cobb defeating Jay Lethal, Rush, and PCO. Jeff Cobb defeated the tour. Uh, Jeff Cobb uh, pinned Jay Lethal after delivering little tour of the Allens. Following this, that distraction from uh, Kenny King.
0: I love the tour of now, the islands. That's a pretty cool move because uh, I've seen it live a few times. Jeff re- mm-hmm. Jeff is strong to be able to do that to guys. I don't care how you know it, how big you are. No,
1: no. Kenny uh, Jay Lethal delivered the lethal injection, and I uh, Kenny King was made his way to ringside, and he's like yelling at uh, Lethal that that he he's using uh, King's move without his permission. Oh,
0: brother. Kenny King. Wow. <laughs> I don't even know what to say, Kenny King. You're you reaching levels of futility that are just unbelievable. Unbelievable.
1: I just don't understand where's this push coming from with I-King. Why?
0: I don't even understand why. Ugh. <laughs> All right. What did you think of the show overall? How would you rate it this uh,
1: week? You know, I, I, it was a lot better than uh, last week. I'm going to go with a B-.
0: Holy crap. That's exactly no, no kidding, folks. I actually thought in my head I'm going with a B minus. I wonder. I was curious what Elio was going to say. There was some way better wrestling, but still, there wasn't lots of great stuff on it. There just yep. wasn't anything that was terrible. So yeah, a B minus. Mm-hmm. So fans, it looks like once again MLW was the clear cut winner of uh of our little race here. We should start. You know, I guess it's late now, but I, I wish we'd kind of started like recording who won when we started rating these matches, who won every week, and see how many wins like a wrestling podcast does. But I'm pretty sure MLW has probably won at least 90% of the <laughs> uh, of the polls we've had on this. Well, not polls, but at least our little our little uh, rating system.
1: Well, because they're entertaining.
0: Well, you know what? I was just about, you know, I had a nice smile on my face and uh, this, you know, I was thinking, oh, all right, this has been a good week of wrestling, and then I realized wow. that the next segment is the book of shame, where I have to oh, relive no. All the stupid, pathetic, ridiculous, goddamn stupid things in wrestling every week. <sighs> Elio, open that goddamn book and tell me what kind of stupid ass losers are in there. Yeah,
1: well, the book is open, and uh, our first entry is Ace
0: Austin. Ace Austin, you dime store <laughs> idiot, magician, wannabe, 12 year old punk. Sick of you, brother. So sick of you. Ugh, you stay in. Next, we have El Hijo de Los Angeles Park. Man, how can you even look in the mirror with any shred of dignity with the way you dress? You might as well be at a mall at Santa Claus time handing out candy canes. You, ugh. Next,
1: <laughs> facade.
0: <laughs> you're the only one who actually makes me laugh on this list. You, you represent Charlie Brown never kicking the the football. You know you're such a loser, facade. It's I even feel like. I even feel like you almost don't deserve to be in the book because you've had it so pathetically, obviously bad your entire life looking at the way you cut your hair, dress, and wrestle. So,
1: and we haven't even, we haven't seen him at all.
0: Yeah, and that's probably about <laughs> the only good thing about him. Um, but I'm keeping you in here until you make an appearance on national television again. And if you look normal and you're not still the loser we have, we may take you out then. But until now, you get to live on the infamy of the patheticness that we saw of facade. Next.
1: Then we have that
0: word that begins with that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I hate that word. I hate it. I'm glad it would... I I try to block it out. I mean, they might have even said it this week, and I hope they didn't, because I'm pretty sure I'm going to have a brain tumor someday when that happens. Just, just like I, don't I, don't th- I don't think
1: they did this week.
0: <sighs> Thank God. Next.
1: <laughs> Next we have is Jimmy
0: Havoc. Ugh. You know what? Jimmy Havoc's hilarious, too. I mean... Okay, he's he's a shit ass wrestler who can't do anything but this hardcore garbage, right?
1: Yeah. And
0: then sometimes you see a wrestler like that and then you see them normally and you think, oh, he looks like a normal guy. But we saw him in, in right. MLW this week wearing a suit trying to look like a normal guy, and he just looked yep. like some creepy as fuck emo punk. <laughs> Ugh. Somebody beat him up. Next. And next
1: next we have Madman Fulton.
0: Ugh. I'm glad we haven't seen this dude in a while. And you know what? We're not going to for a while. And then we have Miguel Cole. Miguel Cole. You know what? Miguel Cole. I want to be ranty and ravey about Miguel Cole this week. And we should. I mean, I can't believe the president sent him to Vegas. I know I have my passports all set and ready to go, baby. I'm clear as a whistle. You know what I'm seeing? And I know you're all ready to travel across mm-hmm. the U.S., so pretty weak excuse that we set. didn't have our passports but they're going to take a sock puppet. I know. Okay, fine. What's what's going on? I I don't know. But somehow, Canada's getting crapped on again. Miguel Cole. Thanks. You suck. Next.
1: Next, we have Nigel McGuinness.
0: Oh, Nigel McGuinness, you always suck. You make me so mad, it's not even funny. Like, I can't even think of... Oh, man, you are like stomach acid coming up out of the back of my throat. I would rather sit... Ugh. Who... Thought it was a good idea to give this idiot stick a mic. <laughs> I mean, man, he is the lowest common denominator of bullshit. He's like he makes Renee Young seem like frickin' James Earl Jones reading the news. My <laughs> god. Oh, wow. He she she's almost like Morgan Freeman reading your obituary compared to him. I mean <laughs> <ugh. sighs>
1: Next. Next we have Sammy Callahan. Oh.
0: So two asterisks. You no, know, you're going to add another asterisk because i seen him hawk the biggest loogie ever <laughs> into the face of our good old boy, Mance Warner. You know what? No, I was no. going to give you an extra asterisk anyways because I don't like the fact that you're teaming with our boy, Mance, and that you're going to bring him down to your disgusting bodily know, fluid seriously. crap level, that <laughs> but you lost, and you're gone. Disgusting. And, disgusting. We don't have to deal with your bullshit anymore. You're out of there, There you go. Send me
1: plus three asterisks. KC uh, the updater.
0: Oh, I'm glad. You know what? Maybe somebody heard us because now we haven't seen her for a little bit. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, I'm going to leave her in because, man, she represents a bad futility of something. And until I... I, 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 I uh, you know what? It just makes my blood boil. Um, sometimes I don't understand if, if MLW is playing a joke or if this is real. So... I'm going to take it as this is real right now, so she's going to stay in there. If I found out she's just kind of a joke that they're playing with the fans, then I'll laugh along. But right now, she's really poor. She's piss poor, man.
1: Okay. Then we have the Chris brothers.
0: Oh, I'm so glad we're not covering Impact for a while because, man, the Chris brothers, man, they make white trash trailer people seem luxurious.
1: It's just going to get even worse.
0: Oh, my goodness. (laughs) They're, they're just the lowest common denominator of hillbilly you can find. They're, they're just pathetic. How how they keep getting used, I do not know. But then when you look at Impact, the way they bring in shit, it's, yeah, okay. I get it. Uh, no, they suck. They're in forever.
1: Then we have The Hunt.
0: Oh, my Lord. The Hunt. is it, oh I didn't realize I went to bed and woke up, and it was 1985, and I was watching the WWE. <laughs> I'm or Sorry, the WWF. Uh, these cartoon losers who who what what are they? The Tom and Jerry of today? I mean they're nope. living cartoon characters. Can't stand no, the
1: uh, hunt. Apparently they're well from my my understanding from what I saw this week, apparently their are faces because they're feuding with gallows. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't I don't understand. I don't know.
0: Here's the a, there's a few that no one no one gives a crap about anywhere.
1: <laughs> Jeez. And our final entry is Tommy Dreamer.
0: Oh, yeah, final entry. The world's oldest wrestler the world. <laughs> sorry, the world's oldest crappiest wrestler. Um,
1: well, Impact, already. Impact now has the Sandman as well.
0: Oh, yeah, another useless wannabe. Uh, <laughs> or sorry, has been. In the ch- At least the Sandman had his time. Tommy Dreamer is just a, he's just I don't know, even back in the day I never liked the guy. He's terrible. Just freaking terrible. Um, He gives me nightmares. I I don't want to deal with (laughs) it. My anger is going away. I'm I'm living in fear of turning on my TV and seeing Tommy Dreamer making a guest appearance on some other show. So, yeah, you're in, buddy. (laughs) You're in. You know what? I have an entry for this week's. Oh, okay. What's the entry? I have been putting this off. Every week we laugh when we see this guy. We make fun of him because we don't understand what anybody sees in him because he's probably one of the most boring wrestlers I've seen in a long time. I'm not even mad. I'm just tired that they're wasting time showing me Kenny King when you could be showing me any other wrestler in the world. So you know what? For your, your record of futility, for for piss poor acting, for terrible wrestling, for generating so much amounts of me not giving a fuck, <laughs> I put in Kenny King.
1: Kenny King. All right. The new entry into the book is Kenny King. You just read the, the book!
0: Oh, 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 shame. shame. Uh, it's this time of the show fans i am emotionally spent so much anger so much disgust and revulsion that this is what we the, the book of shame is cathargic for me my friends i'm sorry i'm sorry tony let me use a smaller word it is uh, good for me <laughs> there we go it is good for me tony to be able to put those in so i know i'm speaking too much canadianese when i'm using uh three syllable words so i'm gonna try and tone that down for you buddy. Um yeah, it feels better now. We it's it's like it's like all week I've had all that brewing in my stomach and I just managed to just vomit all over the floor and, and there's oh, you know, speaking of vomit there's Sammy Callahan. Um but now I feel better. And fans, I got to tell you it's been a tremendously fun week as always. Elio Mm-hmm. You're you're a, you're a hoot to hang with, my friend. You, you know, <laughs> Thank you, it. it's great talking wrestling with you. Great having some laughs. Uh, first of all, before we get going, fans definitely tune in to uh, uh, to us weekly. Uh, and also the guys over at Wrestling POV. I mean, you got you've got the the tremendously talented Rick Serrano III. You have some hack puppet. Uh, you have what is his name? Tony. I can't understand more than two syllables. Diaz and Mimi. I couldn't pick wrestling if uh, a gun was pointed at my head. Goody. Um, yeah. Uh, they do, however, an extremely funny show. It's a lot of laughter. They of do. There. Except when they're trying to make fun of of your 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 humble host here, you know, uh, they accused our poor host Elio of being an alcoholic. And I'll tell you something: <laughs> I don't care that Elio's an alcoholic; he's my alcoholic. So to hell with you guys. All right, um, <laughs> where where can people find our show, Elio?
1: Okay, so you can find us on Facebook at "Everything POV Podcast." At, on Instagram at WrestlingPOV1 and Twitter at WrestlingPOV and we are on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, and all that and all of that uh, other all those other social media platforms
0: well you know what folks so, oh, sorry go on
1: it, it, as, as uh, one of my friends uh, says if you can't find us you're lying because we're everywhere
0: alright well you know what folks uh, we want to thank all of our listeners across Canada across the US uh, we want to thank all our fans in Europe and Asia and especially all our fans out in Russia. You guys are still downloading the show and having a good time. And uh, you know what, Elio? Uh, I, I want to say, you know, before you uh, – I know after this show you're probably going to sit down with a, with a Texas mix full of some kind of alcohol and drink yourself into oblivion. But before that happens, my friend, I want to say uh, I enjoyed being on you with you this week. Look forward to next week. And, hey, treat your liver better, Elio. I need you around here for a while. Folks, have a great night.
1: I'll
0: do that. Uh, You guys have a great night, and uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, Say goodbye to the good folks, Elio.
1: We We will talk to you all next week,
0: fans.